Today is the day. Welcome back to another episode of the Byword Show, my friend. I'm so glad you're here. Special guest, my cat. <laughs> Don't mind that. Um, I'm excited for today's episode. This is one that was humbling and something that I really needed. Um, maybe I'm not the only one, but my question for you today is, do you need a digital detox? If you're anything like me, your answer is a resounding yes. So let's talk about it. Today, I just want to share some things and some thoughts that I that have been running through my mind lately because I am currently doing this devotional study from the Daily Grace Co. called Redeeming Your Phone Time. And it's all about how we use our technology in a way that's either a distraction or a way that honors God. It's been very eye-opening and just really cool because I realized through this study that I am spending a lot of my time on my phone that could be put to better use on much more important things. <laughs> so I'm excited to give this a try. And even going through that study has been a good challenge for me. It's a 30-day thing where you like take breaks from your phone and you just put boundaries in place to make sure that you are not letting your phone distract you from everything that God has called you to be. So anyway, today's episode is going to be breaking down thoughts about our attachment to our devices, social media, all the things, and then what we can do not only to do a digital detox, but I'm a big sustainability gal. Y'all know this. I want to make it something that is manageable long-term. Like it's not just a one and done. Like we don't want to do a 30 day digital detox or like a week off of social media and then come back and just get right into the same routine, right? Like we want to make a change that's going to last and that's going to help us be more intentional. So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to share a little bit about why we need a detox first and a few references that I absolutely love are this devotional that I just mentioned. It's called Redeeming Your Phone Time. I think it was like $5. It's so good so far. I'm really loving it. Also, I read a book last year. Actually, I listened to it on audiobook. It's called You Are What You Click. It's so fascinating. It's a really in-depth study about how social media, our consumption and our usage affects us, affects relationships and mental health, like all of these things. Super fascinating. I can't remember the author right now, but if you look up You Are What You Click, you'll probably find it. Um, and then last one, this is kind of a different one, but it's called Growing Up Social. It's actually written by Gary Chapman, which is the love languages guy, but it's all about how to parent your kids in a world that is becoming increasingly technology absorbed. Like how do we foster a community of connection and empathy in a world that is turning to their devices? So I really love that one, especially as a mom, as a resource for how to have conversations with your kids, why it matters that we are not becoming absorbed with our devices and how we can put boundaries in place that help us to stay connected to people and continue to build really healthy, meaningful relationships. So those are some things that I have been reading and researching and learning about that have really impacted me and have prompted me and inspired me to make this episode and also some changes in my own life. So I want to talk about two things in this episode. Number one is the actual detox, but also, like I said, the sustainability piece, because we need to make this something that's not going to be a one-time deal. And so I want to talk about how you can actually declutter. I want to talk about that first, actually, because whether or not you do a digital detox, here are some things that are actually practical that you can do that I think will greatly reduce any overwhelm or stress that comes from screen time. 
without even taking a break from social media or your phone or whatever. These are some things that have helped me in the past that I highly recommend if you notice that you're just getting a little too much on the screen time, or if you just notice like maybe you need a little bit of a break or a breather from all of the notifications and all of that. You know what I'm saying? So here are some things that help me when it comes to the decluttering piece of this. Some things that I wish were normal. Like I've talked to people about some of these things before and they're like, huh, that's a good idea. I've never thought about that before. And it's like literally just deleting apps that you don't use. That's, that's so easy. A simple thing to do. Look on your phone right now, unless you're driving. Look on your phone and see if there are any apps that you haven't used. If you haven't used them in the past six months to a year, why? Why are they still there, sister? Let them go. Okay, let them go. You don't need them. They're taking up space on your phone. Just let it go. My thing for a long time was having apps on there that I was like, oh, I might use this someday. No, I'm never going to use it. If I need that information, I can just Google it. Or if I need to do it, I can do it on my laptop. You know, like those apps are unnecessary. It's just taking up space and we don't need that. Okay. So that's my first one. Secondly, let's talk about emails. Okay. I know that this is such a huge source of stress for so many people. I know people who have hundreds and thousands of unread emails that are just lit up like Christmas on their notifications. And I cannot handle that. (laughs) I'm someone that like, you know, I have a couple notifications, a couple unread messages living in there at a time. But for the most part, I try to be really intentional about cleaning out my inbox so that that is not a place of stress for me, especially because I work from my email. I'm in school. I need access to the important things. And I don't want the clutter there because it just gets in the way. And also if you have a bunch of unread messages, like you might miss something, you might forget something like it's just a little chaotic. Okay. So Here are some things that I do that help me keep my inbox life clear and clean. Number one is just simply unsubscribing from emails that you consistently open and delete or don't even read. Like you just delete. Why are you still getting those emails if you don't read them? Why? That is a question I've had to ask myself so many times. I would say in the last three to six months, I've just decided anytime I notice that I am getting an email and I am just opening it and deleting it or even not even reading it, just like scrolling to delete it. I don't need to have those notifications constantly pinging my phone. So I've just decided anytime that one of those emails comes through, I'll just quickly unsubscribe. Like it's not the end of the world. I don't know how I got on all these email lists. It's like, you know, shops telling you about their sales. Like I don't need an email every single day from Madewell. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I love Madewell, but I don't need to hear from them every single day. So I've just decided unsubscribing from those things keeps my inbox clear. It keeps me from being bombarded with notifications all day. It's just unnecessary. So that is my first thought on emails. The second thing, which if you are somebody that has hundreds or thousands of unread emails, this might be like really daunting, but zero your inbox regularly. And I'm talking like once or twice a week, just sit down and go through. Now, if you are somebody who has a ton of unread emails that you need to get through, You may just need to set a timer for like five minutes a day and go through and delete all the spam emails or the old emails that you're not going to get to. And then once you get to a point where it's like, you know, 10, maybe 20 emails and you can sit down for a little bit and actually work your way through them and then maintain that going forward, I promise you it will make your life so much easier. It will eliminate so much stress. Just not seeing all of that 
clutter. You know, it just, mm, mm, I just can't, it makes me so stressed out. So what I do now is I'll sit down once or twice a week and it'll be my email time. Or if it's something urgent, like I'll just pick a time during the day to sit down at my computer and go through my emails. Or if it's something that I've left unread so that I remember to set a reminder or to do something or to respond to somebody, I will set a reminder on my phone to get back to that email at a certain point where I know I can give it my attention. And that helps me a lot because I know I'll get to it, but I don't have that constant pressure of like, oh my gosh, all these notifications are just there and I'll never be able to get to them all. That's something that's really helped me as well. Next is simply deleting old contacts from your phone. It takes up space. I mean, probably not a lot, but also like why, why it's just kind of unnecessary. So this is something again, where I just will sit down for, I mean, it might not take very long either. You can just sit down if you have a free minute and just go through like the A's and the B's, like see how far you get. Because if there are a ton of contacts in your phone that are either like old numbers or doctors that you don't see anymore, people that you don't see or talk to anymore, you can just let them go. And it clears out space in your phone. And it just like, let's, you know, just get rid, get rid of that clutter. Along with that is unfollowing people or unfriending people that you don't know or you don't want to follow anymore, accounts that make you feel bad about yourself or cause comparison or anxiety, or even accounts that like feed consumerism, make you want to spend waste money. And so those are some things that I've been doing in the past year that have helped me a lot just declutter my social feeds because it's just so much. We're like, we're spammed with so much stuff all day, every day. And if I can do anything to minimize that for myself, I'm going to do it. So, um, this is kind of a silly example. It's kind of embarrassing actually, but I've been doing this thing for the past year. So honestly, I'm probably almost done with this Facebook. I have a love hate with Facebook. Actually, I don't love Facebook. It's fine. I don't really enjoy it though. I just use it sometimes. So what I've been doing on Facebook, because for some reason, please tell me if this has happened to anybody else. For some reason, I have so many random people on there that I'm like, I don't remember ever being friends with you. I don't think I even know you. And so I'm just like, I don't need to see their stuff on my newsfeed. I don't necessarily want them seeing my stuff. And so <laughs> this is, I know this is like weird, but every day, I'll go on Facebook in the morning and I'll check the birthdays. And if it's a friend, I'll say happy birthday. If it's somebody that's like a random stranger or somebody I don't know or don't talk to anymore, I will just delete them. <laughs> and so I know that sounds so bad, but like, really, if there's somebody I don't know, they're not going to miss hearing from me on their birthday. And also it makes it like easier to go through and clear out people because I'm not going to sit down and go through a thousand people and try to figure out who I know and who I don't know. Like that's just taking too long. And I think that's why a lot of people don't declutter their accounts or people that they're friends with or following, because I think it's going to take a long time, but I am telling you, you can do it so simply. Like you could take a week and it's like every day you're going to go through 10 people. I don't know. Like something like even on Instagram, something people don't know is you can go to the people you follow. And then from there, you can sort by least interacted with, and then you can go through and unfollow people like brands or, you know, companies that you don't care to see their stuff anymore. You can even go through and sort your people you follow by who you followed the earliest. I did that recently and I was like, oh my gosh, they're like, a hundred accounts that are deleted now, or they're people I know who have made new accounts. So I don't need their old account, you know, like stuff like that for me. And it's just been easier for me that way. So 
make it really easy for yourself. Don't feel like you have to sit down unless you just really want to. You could make this a whole thing and just sit down and declutter your digital stuff in a day. But I find that it's much easier to do it in increments. And it, it just, again, like the point of this is to de-stress. Don't add more stress to yourself by making it this huge thing that's just like dreadful to you. Um, just do what you think would be helpful for you and do it in the way that is most doable for you. <laughs> Next, this this is a hard one for a lot of people, me included, but go through your photos regularly. I have so many screenshots on my phone of random things that I'm like, oh, this is cute from like a year ago. It's like, I am never going to buy that. I forgot I even had that screenshot. So just delete it because photos are the thing on my phone that take up the most room. So if it's the same for you, maybe consider going through photos, screenshots, videos. And if you're somebody that's sentimental and you don't want to let your photos go, you could do something like a chat book, which is you can, you can like download the app and you can even go through your Instagram or your camera feed and upload photos and print it into a cute little book. So if you love your photos and you want to keep them, you could do something like that, like printing them, or you could even upload them to your computer, a drive, like whatever you need to do. But I feel like getting that off of your phone space declutters a little bit because there are photos from years ago on my phone that I never look at, but I don't want to delete. So I've printed them and now they can move on, you know? So those are all the things I'd recommend for decluttering just to start out. Like again, don't stress yourself out over it. It's not the end of the world. Take it or leave it. Do whatever you feel like is going to be most helpful for you. But then if you feel like you really just want to crack down and go all in and do an actual detox, there are a lot of ways to go about that. I mean, it looks different for everybody, but some options could be taking a break from your phone one day a week or taking a break from social media for a month. But just think about what will be most beneficial for you. Because like, if you're somebody who's really into social media and you notice, okay, I need a break from social media. Maybe you just need to do a scroll free Sunday, which is something I'm going to be starting in February. Super excited about. I mean, you could start it now if you want, but I'm going to make it like a community thing where we just commit to not get on social media on Sundays. We can still use our phone. We can still do whatever we need to do, but we're not going to be scrolling. We're not going to be wasting time. We're going to be making time instead to rest or have fun or spend time with our families and friends. So I think that is a really helpful way to go about it. But if you notice yourself constantly reaching for your phone, oh my gosh, you guys, when I did this devotional, the redeeming your phone time, it has you write down your phone time in a week and in a day. And then also how many times you pick up your phone a day. Like, did you know you can see that on your phone? If you go to screen time, it will show you. Mine is 120 times on average in a day. And like, I felt like I wasn't too bad, but like 120 times a day, I'm reaching for my phone. I'm not even doing things 120 times a day. It's probably just a reflex. Like, it's just a habit that I have. And that to me is just crazy because there are so many times... I mean, let's be honest, how often do we reach for our phones, not even thinking anything about it? We forget what we were even going to do. And then we get sucked into this scroll or we get on a tangent looking at emails or trying to do something. It just wastes so much time. And so something that I recommend is using do not disturb. This feature is beautiful. It's magical. I love it. So if you especially need to sit down and get work done, or if you're meeting with a friend, or if you're in a meeting for whatever, like turn on do not disturb. It's life-changing no notifications coming through. You can get to them when you get to them, set specific times in your day to, to do emails, you know? So those are a couple ways that you can do a digital detox to where it's like a specific day a week or a specific time of day that you're not going to use your phone. And then some other things are doing a phone curfew. 
this is something that I do that is super, super helpful. I even have it on my phone where do not disturb automatically comes on every day at 8 PM and it doesn't turn off until 7 AM the next morning. And it's so nice because at night I feel like it's the time that I get sucked into the endless scroll most of the time. And so instead what I'm going to commit to doing this year again is either putting my phone in another room or just putting it up and not touching it again. Once I've had my phone curfew, I can then read, hang out with the fam, like whatever I need to do, but nothing urgent. Like there's no work that needs me after that time. Nobody, like if there's something urgent, they will find a way to reach me. You know what I mean? And so I'm going to do phone curfews, not only at night, but also in the morning, because how often do we reach for our phones first thing? And then we just get started scrolling, checking notifications. And then we realize, oh my gosh, I have to leave in 10 minutes and I haven't eaten breakfast. I haven't gotten dressed, like all these things that I need to do. And that's just such a waste of time. So I'm going to try to be more intentional about not only nights, but mornings as well with putting boundaries on my phone usage. Now, if you want to go full on and do a full phone detox, there are so many plans to do that. You can do a full break from social media. You can take off all of your like email apps from your phone to where you won't be getting pinged with work on your phone. I know that's a big one. I've talked to people who remove work totally from their phone. Like they go totally old school and they only have work notifications, emails, anything going to their laptop, which I actually kind of love because if you are working from your phone and you have your phone with you at all times, you get sucked into working. Maybe it's just me, but you start working on stuff at like 9 PM, which is not healthy. Okay. We have to have boundaries. Like we have to help ourselves not be working constantly. We don't need to be functioning that way. Like 24 seven, it's just so not good for us. And especially being on our phones, it's getting in the way of good quality sleep, rest, our ability of our brains to wind down like blue light, the whole nine. Okay. There's so many things that are harming us from our phone usage. And so removing work from your phone, setting boundaries for yourself with that is a great way to do it. Or just purely taking a break from your phone altogether. Like in this book I'm doing right now, it has a challenge where you can try putting your phone down for an hour, putting your phone down for two hours, 30 minutes, like whatever, just to challenge yourself and start creating a little bit of a break in that connection addiction. Because it becomes such a reflex for us that I think we don't even realize that we are reaching for our phone so often. And so I think separating yourself from your phone, like plugging it in, in another room, putting in a drawer, whatever you need to do to start breaking those reflexes and those habits will help you so much because you guys know we are in the most connected time as far as technology and social media go but we are so distracted, like more than ever. We're so busy. We're so distracted. We're missing out on valuable social interaction, which is one of the main things in that growing up social book touches on. And it's just heartbreaking to see because not only is it harming us, but we're setting a really crappy example for our kids and the people around us. Like it's getting in the way of healthy marriages, healthy parenting, healthy community. Like it's just such a bummer. And it's getting in the way of like a healthy work routine. Like it's just too much and it's consuming us. And that's why I'm going to be doing my best this year to put rhythms in place and boundaries that are going to help me better use my phone as a tool rather than a distraction. And I think that's just going to be really refreshing. I mean, it already has been for me. And so, yeah, I'm excited about this. I hope that you are too. And I hope these tips were helpful. So if this is something that you feel like you could use, which I feel like, honestly, we probably all could maybe take some time today or this weekend or this coming week and just look at your screen time 
think through the apps that you use the most, think through the time of day that you're scrolling the most and see how you can help yourself start making little tweaks, little switches in your schedule and your routine so that you can start like loosening the hold that your phone has on you. And I think that will help us so much to be more intentional people and more connected people to the right things. So I'm really excited for this year and for this digital detox. And like I said, I'll be starting Scroll Free Sunday in February. So keep an eye out for that. And I think it's just going to be good. Like, I don't think we can lose anything from disconnecting a little bit from our technology. You know what I mean? So anyway, that's all I got for you today. I hope it was helpful and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the ByWords show. I love having you here and I'm so thankful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram and remember I am cheering you on.